Okay, I have made peace with what I'm going to do with this tea for martini episode, and I will explain to you why I did it the way I did it. So, it was originally supposed to be episode three, because one, I think it's more scandalous than any other any episode will ever be on this podcast. Um, hopefully, like, me and my boyfriend, like, stay together forever and ever, and it's wonderful. I never have any other boy drama from you guys ever again. So, I think, unless I, like, bring someone else on the podcast that wants to go into the psychology of something that happened to them or something, but, like, the point of that podcast episode was um if you guys need to get to know something vulnerable about me and something that's kind of more shock marketing something a bit more exciting interesting to kind of see if it works see if it doesn't and really learn from it but I just got a really good phone call today so um I went up for a marketing job in my office and they are waiting so I'm going to Dallas in January as you guys heard in my intro clip which is really exciting I'm so excited to see my friends who live in Dallas and we will film the eyebrows episode for you guys there so you can get the full story um but I am really excited to go and so when I'm back from Dallas then I will get some more finality on if I get the marketing job so I think a large part of why I felt the need to start this podcast is besides my MBA and the freelance graphic design work I was doing I wasn't really learning about marketing and things like that and it was a whole missing my life like it's so funny when I was in high school and I would go like a few days without skating I would start getting really pissy and have a really short fuse my sister was like Anita you need to get to the rink you're being kind of a biatch um and now I think marketing's kind of that way when if I don't have that creative outlet in my life even though I'm working in fashion I am really missing that part of my brain so I am going to not do Teen Martini as the third episode because this job just means way too much to me. I don't intend for my work to find this podcast. Like, not that I'm going to say anything wrong, and I like my place of work. I don't have much bad to say about them, but this is, I think, a completely separate entity. This is a learning experience for me. This is something I want to do. To, and um, I'm going to mention this in an upcoming episode where I talk about the podcast marketing I've learned so far in my very short time already I feel like I have learned a ton and I want to share with you for the other people who are interested about marketing or why I'm doing this and I am going to be like competing with very big creators for the jobs I want one day to be like a larger marketing director there are going to be influencers who will qualify for those roles and honestly I talk about this in the episode but if I was the hiring person I think it would be very impressive to see a girl who got a million of her own followers just being herself and building her own personal brand like even though I have worked in corporate and worked like nine to fives and building that experience now in the most diligent way I absolutely can like it is it's a different experience that I don't have yet and it's something I think I need to learn but I don't want to be an influencer there's not one part of me that wants to do that like I want this to be more of like a book or something intellectual and culturally important and interesting versus just yeah so um Anyways, so I'm going to get a little bit more closure and clarity on whether or not I got this marketing job after um, I come back from Dallas in January and get all of my market stuff settled and figured out. So this job is too important to me. It's like literally my dream. I work for an amazing company that I genuinely love shopping at and I'm very, very in love with. And I don't think I've said anything unprofessional on this podcast. I could risk it. It really is my true life experience. I Nothing I've done was like illegal. I was of age when I talk about like drinking or smoking and do it in states where both those things are legal. But I just like do not want to put my career at risk because this is I'm really so excited for this for my interview for this marketing job we got to make samples of work of like what we would post do we get the job as like the marketing coordinator and I really like the work I did it filled me with so much love and happiness so I just cannot jeopardize it so I 
have already mostly filmed and edited these kind of um, podcast episodes about my prior dating life and what I lived and learned from it. And it's comedic. It's kind of my take on doing my own version of the Call Her Daddy segments and kind of bringing that energy into my podcast because I love it so much. When Alex Cooper does it, I think it empowers women to get to talk about their sexuality in a way that we never have before. It's becoming more normalized. I think that's healthy. I think if we stop making it this taboo topic, it won't make girls feel so isolated when bad things happen to them. And it's a space we can, and it doesn't just be girls, it can be men too, it can be anyone. Um, And I think it is an important cultural conversation to have, but because of where I'm at with this job, I, so I think in life, there's things put in your path you need to learn from. And there was one instance where I was interviewing from a company, it's one you guys all would have heard of, it's in most malls and I think I put up a very good interview it was a group interview I think I put forth a great effort but I actually um trying to remember what I said I emailed the recruiter something where I was like what did I even say I think that like maybe I didn't really want to move to location or like they weren't my top choice where I was so naive where I was like yeah they'll still offer me the internship and then like I'll get to pick if I take it or not like my dad was telling me about these kind of like one of my career coaches he's like Anita why would you do that like you have to tell the company that like they're your number one choice even if they're not and then you make decisions but like that's not me I'm not a good liar and like I wear my heart on my sleeve so it's really funny my dad he works in engineering so his thought process when he was helping like giving me advice on applying to internships and full-time jobs he was like apply 50 100 places apply to every single job opening you see online with a great resume and cover letter I won't lie to you guys that got me nowhere I did that and I think I applied for roles I am qualified for and could do a good job because the recruiter couldn't see me and talk to me and understand my passion, I don't think it worked. I think the cold interview did nothing. It was like the equivalent of Tinder in dating. Like, I think it was just mindless and did truly, truly nothing. Um, I think it was, like, absolutely useless. So, what is going to happen is... Um, okay, let me finish up this career story and then I will move on. So, anyways... I interviewed at this company and it wasn't my top choice. In our group interview, they told us like, our brand isn't the kind of brand that sets trends, it's for the people who follow trends. I'm like, that's not what I want to work for. I want to be part of like the fashion companies that are sending trends, working with luxury brands who are making artistic statements with their clothing and empowering people, not just like fulfilling runway trends two or three years down the road. So um, I knew they weren't my top choice and I told the recruiter that like, if you're considering other candidates, like I would be happy, I'd be honored to get this role, but like, I don't know what, I was just so candid, and I think I learned from that experience that, like, you shouldn't take those risks sometimes. Like, I don't feel wrong about what I did. I think it worked out for the best, because I ended up getting an internship that I loved at a top company. When I interviewed at the company, I worked for guests in California. When I ended up working there, they were my top choice. They were my dream company. I loved the Hollywood glam and the French European inspiration. I loved the style of that company. I loved the work culture. I loved the location that was my dream choice for the internship. So it all worked out the way it should have. And it's funny because like, like I told you guys, I cold applied 50, a hundred different fashion companies and the two places I got offers. So the full-time place of employment where I work now. And then when I worked back in California last summer, those were my top choices. And I got those by finding a recruiter, having a personal conversation with them and really getting to know them, not just cold applications. The only time a cover letter worked for me was when I worked at Land's End, but I think it was a really good cover letter. I talked about when I was a competitive figure skater, we wore Land's End jackets and how important that company was to me and made an impact on who I was as a young woman growing up. 
But other than having a really deep coverlet like that, I never had it work out for me before. But also, I was from Wisconsin, and the company is based in Wisconsin, so I think that was also a connection that I don't have with a brand like Hermes. Like, I have nothing to do with Paris or France besides, like, visiting once as a tourist. Well, but now I have a French MBA, so once that's completed, hopefully that'll get me where I want to go. I'm not saying, like, Hermes is a dream company, just it was, like, an example I used. If you guys ever want to know my dream companies to work for, maybe that'll be a podcast one day. But point of story is I don't want to limit my career abilities because I'm trying to learn um, PR and marketing techniques. So what I'm going to do is this episode will be called the Tea and Martini because it's me kind of like spilling tea about fun boy situations I've had in the past. When I ended up recording this, it ended up getting split into three parts. There is one part where I kind of got distracted, but I think it ends up being a very valuable beautiful episode where I talk about like tattoos I want it really shows a great window into what my life was like as a team USA figure skater and into my family life so it is a beautiful episode my plan was to make the entire part three series the third episode like three for three the tea and martini but that was podcast was going to be launched the week I was in Dallas and I won't be doing that anymore just because I care too much about this marketing job I went up for it just in case I don't want to be taken the wrong way. So, but I'm debating, like, should I do launch the first part of the episode? Because the first part is completely professional. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it, it does a great job of showing my heart and who I am. So I might do that. I will launch the first part of the Tea and Martini, where I talk about tattoos and things like that. And it's really cool. Like, I don't have a tattoo to this day. It's just kind of talking about the artistic concept of what I would get. If I was going to get something permanently put on my body, what in my life is that important to me that I would? So I will launch that episode. Then my fourth episode was going to be kind of like what you're hearing now, where it's me brainstorming about podcasting and what podcasting is and how I've learned so far about podcast marketing. I think that's going to be the fourth episode, but actually maybe I have some like dream analysis podcasts that are pretty much good to go. And to me, they give a very similar vibe to like the welcome to the podcast kind of in my brain exploring vibe that I really want for the podcast and similar to the second juxtapositions episode, which I personally love. I hope you guys love it too. So the next episode after you hear the tea and martini is going to either be dream analysis or it is going to be um, the first part of my tea and martini where I ended up talking about Trader Joe's and tattoos. And it's funny, those things accidentally ended up starting with a tea. That was not intentional. But then the next two parts of the tea and martini where I talk about my boy drama, that is going, I think, to come after. And it's not going to be the third episode, so it's not going to be cute and cool. But we will bring it back. It's going to be a fun, juicy episode. I think you guys are going to enjoy it lots and lots. I enjoyed re-listening to it. It's funny. But so the reason it has to be in two more parts is one part had great audio. And I think I stopped for gas or something. And the audio linked to the Bluetooth on my car and sounds absolutely atrocious. I have a whole episode preface about it where I explain, like, I know. I know the episode sounds really bad. So I re-filmed it with it sounding good. But it's just I don't think packed the same punch as it did the first time I talked through it. So those will go live, but I don't think they show the incredible length of my podcast experience. It's honestly giving me a lot of like nerves and anxiety thinking about posting it. So that will come after I find out whether or not I got the marketing job, because at that point, I think I'll release enough other podcast episodes that do show my professionalism and my heart and my mind 
that I don't think those will deteriorate from the person I am. And honestly, it sucks. It kind of sucks that that stuff, and I get why it's taken so seriously in the workplace, but I also feel like, let's take Holiday for example, if we kind of let ourselves explore the more elusive parts of our minds and make careers out of it, I think we could all be more successful. We could be more honest. My company sells lingerie. We have an entire literal lingerie department and Victoria's Secret is the queen of using scandalous marketing or we know like lots of celebrities who have done it there are ways you can do it in a classy way that's a productive conversation like the way I think that call her daddy now does it I don't know how it was in the beginning of the show I didn't listen to that podcast in the early episodes when it was both hosts I only listened to it once it only became Alex Cooper that's just when I discovered it but yes so because I literally just had a call with the overhead marketing director I was, and as I, I was really listening to the third part of T and Martini, deciding if I, how I would want to edit it and things like that. I was like, nope, it's, I cannot do. It. I care way too much about this marketing job to take the risk, and I think I'm going to learn from this other job interview I did that um, you should be honest. So these will still come out. I still think they're great episodes, but I'm going to be a bit smarter about the timing and my vulnerable stage in the recruitment process. Because yeah, and. This is also a very raw side of me. You guys are seeing, I will always care about my career, I think, more than I care about guys. And I think the right guy, like the man I'm currently with, will love that part of me. But it is just too important to me. I have this big heart. I think you guys can tell so far by the podcast that I really, really love branding, graphic design, building something meaningful, connecting with people. It's what I want to do the rest of my life. So I'm very happy. I'm I also feel so lucky, and so many people point out to me, like, you are so lucky that at a very young age, you figured out what you want to do. So many people spend a huge part of their adult life figuring out what difference they want to make in the world and what they want to spend more time than they spend with their families, what they want to spend their work working on, what's going to pay the bills, but also fulfill them and keep them happy. And I'm genuinely so proud I found it, and I found companies that care about the same things I do in the locations I want to live in. And... I feel very great and honored to be here, and I'm not going to jeopardize it and risk my future um, just for some, like, harmless fun. So, yeah, I will have to go back. I had a different episode preface ready for the tea and martini, so I will have to go and listen to what that is and decide what order I release those episodes in, or maybe they're kind of one big combined mega preface episode, but... Just so you know, that's why it's happening the way it's happening. And also, it's my idea. It's not like you guys are sitting on the edge of your seats, like, dying to know what my boy issues from three years ago was. I think it'll be interesting. Everyone loves, like, a good little romantic tale. But I think it also might even be more cool if you guys hear an episode how I met my current boyfriend and how I'm in the current healthy relationship I'm in. So, everything's trial and error. This is what we're learning. And this is the piece I've made with my decision. Because I have been... This has been really bugging me and bogging me down. And I think I keep trying to come up with solutions. Like, I've already made a preface episode um, to it. And it's, I think it's still not enough. Like, I really, really want to put my best, shiniest self forward. And that's the one thing I think I'm scared about with this podcast is when my parents listen to it. My parents have been very overprotective about your public image, internet safety, making sure I don't ruin my career with anything I say online. And... I think times are changing. I do. I think Alex Earl and a lot of other influencers are going to have great career opportunities that girls like me who want to be in fashion marketing would kill for. And it's because they took risks and they went outside of the conventional box, showed their vulnerable personalities online because that's what the job is. It's all about how to make real connections with audiences to make a big impact and a big splash in fashion marketing. 
and now they're getting the opportunities I want without like the traditional corporate path that I'm doing. So, um, I'm really scared for when I eventually my parents find this or I tell them about it, but I'm hoping I'm doing something that my parents would be proud of or that if Anna Wintour ever heard this podcast, she would understand why I did what I did. Like, that's the mindset I'm going into this of. It's like, if a high-level fashion executive heard this, like, would they be ashamed of me, you know? And I'm thinking that my bosses and the HR at my company and things like that, like, I don't want to put myself in a scary position just because I'm sharing my true life experience and making a brand out of it. So, yeah, okay. Little weighty, little gravity of a topic but the good news is I heard from the marketing director and she's a brilliant woman and she's so kind and I enjoy every conversation I've ever had with her so um that's exciting news for my future and my career and I'm happy you guys get to be a part of it and hear it so yeah love you guys go enjoy the first part of tea and martini it's a really really good part like I love the first part I'm obsessed with it so go enjoy it you guys will get the second third part a little bit later just because I'm a little scared to get sorry whatever okay Bye.